Welcome to The How of Business with Henry Lopez and David Begin, the podcast that helps you start, run, and grow your small business. And now, here are your hosts. Welcome to this episode of The How of Business. This is Henry Lopez, and I have a repeat guest, a special guest and co-host, really, Adam Kirk. Adam, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Henry. It's great to be here. Yeah, great to have you. This is a topic that you have a lot of knowledge of. You've helped me with a lot, so I wanted to have you on. This is a short topic episode. We're going to touch on what I'm calling Facebook Ads Essentials. And so I have my friend and business service partner, Adam Kirk, as my co-host today. And I just want to touch on briefly some of the key things that I think you have to consider and take into account before you start spending money, or as I say, donating money to Facebook. Uh, uh, both Adam and I are big believers on the Facebook platform as a great platform on which to advertise, but uh, you can easily throw away a lot of money and get very little results. So I'm calling this a Facebook ads essentials. If you want to receive more information about the how of business and including links to the show notes page for this episode, you can text the word biz, B-I-Z, to 31996. So again, it's my pleasure to welcome Adam Kirk back to the show. Adam is the founder of Ustas, and Ustas is one of our business service partners. Ustas provides custom websites, SEO, and social media management, so obviously a lot of expertise around Facebook and other social media platforms. And they focus on small businesses. I've used Ustas myself for several of my websites. He's done work for on them. Uh, over the past year or so. And they're not just partners, but also obviously a satisfied client. We've had great success with them. Uh, Ustas uh, is who I also refer my clients to whenever they need anything in the way of online marketing. Adam, as I mentioned, has been on the show previously and listeners of the show probably recognize that. He was with me back on episode 210. That was on SSL certificates. Then uh, he was also on episode 216. We talked about SEO basics. And on episode 218, where we talked about social media more broadly. So today, we're going to dive in on Facebook essentials. So Adam, I, the way I'm looking at this is there are five things. And again, this is not an all-inclusive list. It's not even a top list. It's just five things that I think are really important to consider before you start spending your money on Facebook. But we're both very bullish uh, still on Facebook as one of the go-to platforms for online advertisement. Is that right? Absolutely. And the, the beautiful thing about Facebook is it makes it easy to advertise. Uh, it's simple. It's clear. You can see the stats. You can see what's working and what's not. And people, I mean, I've heard people say Facebook's dead, but it is not a dead at all. It is mm -hmm. one of the best platforms. If, as long as your target audience is present on there, Facebook has an awesome opportunity for advertising. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And I think because it's so simple, that's probably why sometimes we can end up spending a lot of money for not much in return. But you touch on the first thing that I wanted to talk about, which is you have to be clear on who your target customer is that you're trying to reach with that particular promotion or ad or whatever it might be, whatever the offer is. And you got to make sure that audience is on Facebook. Certainly, uh, very easily, if we're talking about over the age of about 35, and you may have some additional thoughts and stats on this, uh, particularly if they're female, but but not just female. I'm on Facebook. Uh, a lot of the adults, the parents, the decision makers are on Facebook. So this means that if that's your target customer, then Facebook is a great platform to be promoting your goods and services. But I think that's one of the biggest mistakes I see, Adam, is people do not have a clear definition 
of who their target customer is. Yeah, we get asked that all the time. Uh, what we generally tell our clients is marketing 101 is go where your target audience is. For example, uh, we do social media for some coffee shops. Now, obviously, Facebook, Instagram, they're going to be great platforms because their target audience is uh, young people, teens, young families, people are getting out there. They're wanting to see pictures of the beautiful coffee, stuff like that. Uh, we've also done some SEO and website work for like industrial companies. Now their target audience is most likely not going to be as a business on much on Facebook or stuff like that, possibly LinkedIn, right. but marketing 101, who are, who's your target audience? Narrow that down as narrow as you can and then go where they're at, be where they are. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that is marketing 101. I don't care what platform you're going to end up advertising on. You first have to clearly understand your market, A, so that you can identify is Facebook the right platform where you're going to find them and they're going to interact with you. Um, but then also, is, is that the right place to interact for the type of offer that you're making, right? Yeah. All right. So that's number one. We got to understand our target customer. We got to make sure they live on this platform and that they're going to interact there with us. And that, like you said, what we're offering is, is uh, it works on this platform and the Facebook platform. Second is, and I struggled with this and I still am working through this is understanding that there's different types of what they call traffic or audience or people that are watching or seeing your ads and they, they get classified typically into cold, warm, and hot audiences. And so I, I kind of want to define that right quickly because that then dictates the type of ad and also what your overall sales funnel should look like in order to get at the end of the day what we want, which is a conversion, which is that somebody takes our offer or takes our call to action and either you know shows up at our store or takes up our offer or signs up for the email list, whatever that call to action is. So what I mean by cold traffic is simply these are people that when they see your ad on Facebook, they don't know who you are. They have no prior relationship with you. They don't know who Adam is. They don't know who Ustas is. This is the first time they've heard of you or of your business. So that's cold traffic. Warm traffic is they know you. They probably have known you. So for me, for example, maybe they've heard me on the podcast and now they see an ad for a product or a service that I might be offering. Or again, they've seen Usta before. Maybe they heard you on the podcast and now they see an ad. That's warm traffic or a warm audience. And then we have a hot audience. And that's, of course, the most valuable. That's people who have bought from us before and therefore we've developed trust with and are more likely to buy from us again. Now, the reason this is so important is, and I've made this mistake, if I run an ad on Facebook and I'm asking them to immediately take my call to action, like schedule a call with me or schedule a free consultation with Adam at Ustas, if they don't know us, if they've never heard my name, if they've never heard of Ustas, that's expecting a lot for people to make that leap, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so you have to develop that trust first one way or another. We'll talk about here in a moment some of those tactics. Yeah. One of, the, one of the nice things, and maybe I'm jumping the gun on this, but one of the nice things that Facebook allows you to do is set specific demographics when you are doing an ad. Right. Uh, and so that does very clearly help you narrow down who it is that you're trying to reach. Uh, just for an example, right before we did the show, we, we launched an ad on Facebook for Ustas. We set in the demographics of a certain specific classification of person, age, 
what their interests are, what their behavior is, what their job description is, all of that. And then we build the ad around that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And the, the ability to create audiences, custom audiences on Facebook is tremendously powerful. It's a little tricky to learn at first, but it's powerful. But even within that, Adam, where I've made the mistake is in assuming that because I've got this tightly defined audience that has all of the characteristics and behaviors and demographics that is a fit for what I'm offering, I still have to be careful with making the leap that they know me or that they don't know me, which is more likely. So what do I mean by that? What we have to do first is we have to offer that cold audience, which is more likely, especially for me, where I don't have a big following yet. So more likely than not, when I run my Facebook ads, most of who's going to see it beyond the people who follow my page is going to be in that cold audience classification. They don't know who I am. So I have to offer them something first that gets them to know me, that takes that first step to getting to know me instead of asking right away for them to buy my product or my service. Does that make sense? hundred percent. And what we tell clients often, some of the best things to remember in that is two things. You want to entertain or educate those who are seeing your ad. Uh, you want to provide something of benefit to them, either entertain them, make them make something that's funny that they're going to want to watch that they might even want to share because it's just entertaining. They, they enjoyed it or educate them with something, provide free resources, do put yourself out there as, as a benefactor, someone who's actually benefiting them. Then they're going to look forward to future posts from you. They're going to, you're going to have uh, a positive light in their eyes, that whole kind of thing. So either entertain or educate them with your posts. Right. And you, you guys are a good example of this. You offer all kinds of free checklists, uh, uh, free uh, uh, evaluations of the website, all of that information that you're sharing, you're sharing because first of all, you want to share that and you want to create that sense of, of giving and, and sharing of that knowledge. But what you know it does for you is it starts to build trust with that audience that now you're, you're seen as an authority, as someone who understands this space and has shared knowledge with them before you ask them to buy something from you. Absolutely, absolutely. And we've even had people question like, why are you giving so much of this away? Aren't you losing sales? Like, don't you wanna do this work for them instead of teaching them how to do it? Yeah. And okay, there's maybe a few chances where that might be the case where we give somebody a, a do-it-yourself checklist on how to create a Facebook page. We could do it for you, but if you wanna do it yourself, here, knock yourself out. Now, there's what, we, what we've seen and what we experience in a business is if you give out a lot people people love it they want to come back when they get stuck then down the road say say you teach them how to create a facebook page six months down the road they're like oh this is too overwhelming to actually populate it with appropriate posts and everything who are they going to go to when they want help with that they're going to go to the person who gave them something to get started that's right so yeah this i, I hear this a lot and even i have uh, struggled with this sometimes this concept of giving it away uh and uh, it's what you have to do it's what people expect to build that trust yeah. All right. So that that all this content is one of the comments or comments the, the what we often call that is a lead magnet, and that's a technical term that maybe some of our listeners haven't heard before. But a lead magnet is the idea of using a piece of content, like you, you talked about engaging content, obviously, whether it's a video or a download, like the checklists that you offer or the free assessment. You need to offer that cold traffic, that cold audience of people who have not bought from you before. They don't know who you are. Yes, they're, they're interested, obviously, because you've, you've narrowed down that audience to somebody who would be interested in what you have to offer. 
But now what you're offering them is that checklist as a first step. And in return, usually what we get for that checklist or whatever the, the thing might be, the lead magnet might be, usually the, the best practice is to get an email address for that. Is that what you yeah. guys do? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So in exchange for that email address, and most people are willing to give you that, they understand that that's kind of the exchange. That's, that's the price of getting this free content. But to your point, that thing that they download or that they watch or the free evaluation, it needs to be of value, right? It can't just be fluff. And that's, I think, a mistake that I see a lot of people making as well. Yeah, we've seen that a lot. People, people are going to see right through it. Um, and especially if you're doing that on social media, if you put something out there that's a free resource and it ends up not being beneficial at all, it's just a bunch of fluff to get somebody's contact information, you'll most likely hear about it again on, on social media. People are going to complain about it or, or make comments about it. And, so, and, and it builds a reputation for your business. So when you put stuff out there, just like the quality of the products and services you're going to do, make sure that your resources are actually quality and, and legitimately beneficial. Yeah, agreed. So, you know, creating lead magnets takes some effort. You can't just throw something together. But what I've seen, and again, it can be a download document, it can be a video, a quiz, a free evaluation. What I've been trying to do is repurpose content that I've created previously, like maybe yeah. an article or a white paper, and repurpose that good content that I've created and use it as a lead magnet. Absolutely. That's a phenomenal idea. Uh, and the beauty of things on social media, just pick Facebook for now. Like posts on Facebook generally don't want to get super long. People don't want to read a ton on that. So if you have a longer article, you can break it up into sections. Say you wrote a whole page article, turn that article into three or four different Facebook posts and boom, you just got quality content out of something you wrote five years ago. Absolutely. Great idea. Another way to do that might be to do a summary of the article and then the lead magnet is click here to download the full article, for which I'm going to ask you for an email, right? Yep. And then, of course, what, what we're not going to talk about, which we don't have time in, in this uh, episode, is that's just the beginning then of a drip campaign, as we used to call it, or a funnel, where now that I have your email address, you've expressed interest in this topic or this service, now I'm going to send you additional information along those lines until you are ready to take me up on my free consultation, let's say. And that's the way to really have it effectively. Now, so we've talked about making sure you know who your target audience is, making sure you understand the difference between a cold, warm, and a hot audience. We've just talked about lead magnets, that content that if they are cold, you need to give them something first before they can develop enough trust to take you up on your offer. Fourth for me is you got to start small on Facebook in particular. You can start with a $10 daily budget and you have to test and measure. And you're, what you're measuring for is what's called conversions. In other words, how many of those people are not just clicking on that ad? That's simple, but that, that doesn't really tell us anything except for how much you've spent. I want to know, did that convert into a sale or them taking me up on the lead magnet or some other action, right? Absolutely. Like you said, there's so many of us who end up donating to the Facebook fund because we just throw money at it. And that's not what we want to do. We're small businesses. We all have tight budgets. It's one of those things. If we can learn a little bit and do it a little bit better, we end up actually benefiting our business instead of just feeling good about, Hey, I spent $200 on advertising this month. What did you get for it? I don't know. Make, make it worth it. Yeah. yeah. And again, this is one of those, as you call it, marketing 101 things, right? Any, anything you spend money on 
from a marketing and advertising perspective, you have to be able to measure it to some extent. If you're, if you're doing just pure brand marketing, and most of us as small businesses really shouldn't be doing too much of that, we, we need call to action marketing, right? We need marketing yeah. that I can measure results from. Absolutely. And so you have to do the same thing with Facebook. You've got some interesting thoughts and stats on talking about testing because part of testing is you run a campaign and you have multiple ads where you're testing the copy, you're testing the title, you're testing the image, you're testing the video, but you've got some stats on ideal lengths of descriptions and titles. Yeah. So, um, Basically, this is specific to Facebook. They've run some stats, and Facebook says that when you're doing an ad on Facebook, the best length of a title is only four words. Uh, the best length of a description is about 15, 12 to 15 words. So they, I mean, this is coming straight from Facebook. They're saying, we've, we've run the stats and say, people don't want long, long titles. They want to see what's this all about. Description, you got to have a description in there, but keep it short to 15 words, about two sentences. Um, People love videos, obviously. I mean, we all know that. I think videos are some of the hottest marketing tools out there on social media. Um, this is not regarded to social media, but statistics say over 50%. Um, if you have a video on your homepage of your website, it's 50, 57% more likely to rank on Google's first page. Now, that's just one of the 200 things that Google looks at when they're ranking a website. But again, it just shows the importance of video. Yeah, video, um, videos are sticky. And, and the point, uh, we talked about this last time on, on the episode on social media, Facebook loves it when you load that video directly onto Facebook, yep. not a link out to YouTube, for example. Yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, I think we've probably all seen live videos as well, something Facebook came out with probably about a year ago. I'm not exactly sure when it popped out. Um, but that is another new thing that, that is definitely gaining traction. If you're set up to be able to do a live video, I mean, it takes a little bit more work on the front end, but it gets out there. They, they use it and Facebook likes it and people like it. Absolutely. All right. So you got to start small. About $10 a day budget is a good place to start. You have to test. You have to have multiple ads with different copy. And remember, obviously, these stats that, that Adam has just shared on what what works best. Video is very sticky. Use the Facebook pixel. If you don't know what that means, then that's probably one of the things that we'll end up with here, which is you need to get some help because the pixel is what allows you to really measure conversions. And so either learn how to use that or get some help, which leads me to the fifth topic, which is you got to learn as much as you can first and try to minimize how much you spend as you're learning. That's why you start small, but then you need to get some help. You got to get some help from somebody like like Adam and Ustas. You know, for me, I've been using Facebook ads for a number of years now across my different businesses. I've taken some classes. I recently went through Rick Moretti's uh, Facebook Foundations program, and his podcast is also another great resource. The Art of Paid Traffic is a great resource. Um, and then I've learned a lot from you, Adam, but you, you all have some expertise on staff as well as your experience. So tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I'll be honest, like I am not personally a social media expert. I mean, I've, I've been around, I know all the basics, I know how to, to, to manage. Um, but I do not run the social media department for Ustas. I have people who are trained Google certified experts, people who've been around the block way longer than I have and have way more experience than I do. They're the ones on my team who actually manage the social media stuff. Uh, so for example, uh, social media management, that's Taylor on our team. Dan also does a lot of the paid per click advertising. Um, they're the ones who, who know what they're doing. They've got the degrees, they've got the expertise. Uh, 
again, like, like Henry said a second ago, if you're just starting out, there's a lot that you can do by learning, by check out our free checklist, things like that. There's plenty that you can do out there, but um, it does not hurt and it can actually be beneficial to pay a little bit more and have somebody help you along the way. Uh, and that's, oh, Ustas is there for you. There's plenty of other companies out there as well who do a good job. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you're being modest. You, you know a lot more than most people. But the point is, and to your point, you, you really almost have to be expert on these things. And again, it comes back to the broader point as me as a business owner, this is probably not what I do for a business, right? So yeah, oh yeah. this is not my core competency and we need to be able to bring those experts in. And your pricing is is geared towards small business, but I know you've got a couple of special offers, especially one uh, that's running just for this month of May. So tell us about those. Okay, so we do have a current special running through the month of May and the end of May. Uh, it's for custom-built websites. Uh, that's one of the main, main things that we focus on. We do all custom work. Uh, so we have a complete, basically 50% off sale on our custom websites. We've been blessed here and we're just wanting to pass that off this month to clients. So if you're looking for a custom built website for your small business, check us out. Ustas.com slash sale is the link for that with all the info for that. Again, it runs out in about, uh, at the time of this recording, about two and a half, three weeks. Uh, be able to save you quite a bit of money on that. Another thing, just for the How Business listeners, we're throwing out a 15% off our setup fees and monthly fees for a social media package. So if you're listening to this and you're saying, you know what? I need somebody to help me get some content out there, help me set up my Facebook or all my social media accounts. Uh, we can do that for you, 15% off both the setup and the monthly recurring stuff. Uh, I'm, I think we'll probably either create a special link for that page or we'll do something uh, to get Henry to have, or you can call in or email in or whatever and say you're how a business, how a business listener. We'd be happy to give you that 15% off. So those are the few of the sales we've got going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it'll be what is easiest if you're listening and you want to take Adam up on these specials, either again to help you with Facebook or any other social media that you need help with, or if you don't have a website, which a lot of small business owners don't, then just when you call Ustas, oh, I'm sorry, say again. I was just going to say there's surprising stats out there of how many small business owners don't have websites. Oh, I know. I, I think you had shared a stat. I don't know where I saw it recently, but it's an incredibly low number of small business owners that have. Yeah. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lot. So just when you call Adam or you uh, reach them online, just mention the how a business and that'll get you the, the special offer here in the month of May. All right, we'll wrap it up. So that, those were the five things I wanted to touch on. One is making sure you know your target customer. Again, as Adam said, that's marketing 101. This concept of learning and understanding the traffic that's actually seeing your ad, that's one that took me some, some real thinking because, again, I thought that just by creating a custom audience, that was going to be a warm traffic, but, but it's not. It really takes more than that. If they don't know you, if they've never heard of you, which is more likely the case than not for us as small business owners, then you have to give them a reason to start to trust you. And that's where the concept of a lead magnet comes in, something that you can download, a quiz, an assessment, that then in turn you get an email address for, and then you continue to market to them because now they've expressed specific interest in that product or service. Then we talked about starting small and testing and measuring. So about $10 a day is a good way to start. And Adam shared some stats there on the, the, the techniques on how to create those ads. And then you have to learn or get some help, especially if this is something 
for which, like most of us, you don't have the time to dedicate to become an expert on. Adam has those experts on staff. So for me, Adam, the one key takeaway I've summarized here, but the takeaway for me, the biggest thing that I had to learn was this concept of what's the difference between cold, warm, and hot traffic or audience and what they respond to. What do you want uh, our listeners to take away from this conversation? I think one of the most things I would like them to take away would just be the whole fact of benefiting your audience. Uh, we talked uh, briefly about the importance of either educating or entertaining. People want to be entertained. They want to see something funny. They want to laugh or they want to be educated. They want to have a free resource, something that's going to benefit them. So just the importance, again, of putting out information on your ads or your posts that, that's going to truly legitimately benefit your customer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, agreed. All right. Well, thanks uh, again, Adam, for being on the show yet again and uh, sharing your knowledge and expertise. I appreciate you taking the time. To be it's my pleasure. Thank you so much, Henry. Well, this is Henry Lopez, and thanks for listening to this episode of The How of Business. And my thanks again to Adam Kirk with Ustas for joining me today. We release new episodes every Monday morning, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or at our website, thehowofbusiness.com. You can also just text the word biz, B-I-Z, to 31996 to receive more information. Thank you for listening to The How of Business. For more information, links, and other resources, please visit thehowofbusiness.com. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.